Yo, what's the fucking deal, Groovers? We are back with another episode of Here on the Rise with D-Lo and Denali. Denali, what's the deal, brother? How are you? Bro, it's a wonderful day. It's fucking Friday. Going into the weekend strong. Is it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Damn. Saturday. I've been, see, the weekend's already going strong, baby. <laughs> That's fucking right, bro. It's been a minute <laughs> since we've back. It's been a minute since we've been in the stew, man, and I'm so excited to be back. And not just that, man. I'm so excited to bring on this fucking special guest. Uh, what do you think about the special guest, Denali? Bo's mad fucking cool. I met him like five minutes ago, fucking 15 <laughs> minutes ago. Felt like I've known him my whole life already, bro. And that's Bro's, one of the fucking yeah. amazing things about this fucking character, man. Cool cat. Uh, label CEO, man. He's dropping records everywhere, man. He was just in ADE. He has a fucking special lick and dip appearance tonight. Give it up for the one and only Eddie P one time. <laughs> so, today we are back, man. And Eddie P, how are you, brother? I'm good, man. I'm I'm feeling great today, honestly. How do you feel about this looking dip appearance tonight, man? It is a special one. I see a lot of fans and a lot of love tonight. People showing out, posting that poster everywhere, man. We are even going tonight, Denali. Is that correct? We're pulling up. Yep. I had to get you guys on guest list, bro. It was only right, man. Like, Absolutely. Appreciate we appreciate you, the dog. love, brother. Yes, We're excited for you. We're excited to see what you're about to throw out tonight. Any exclusive heaters? Oh, dude. So the day, actually this morning, I actually had a record sent in. From one of the homies, uh, Radio Lit. Shout out to Lit Vic. Shout out, Shout out to Radio Yo. Lit. Oh, yeah. um, dude, this guy's got bangers. Like, I uh, started showing him how to produce for a while. He thought he didn't know how to produce, but he's, like, sending me bangers now. And I'm like, dude, like, do I got to, like, reconsider my career now? Because, like, she's <laughs> Louise, you know? So the mentor became the men- mentoree? Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> like, dude, this guy had a whole fucking track Shazam live while he was playing oh i haven't even seen that yet i'm like what the fuck is anybody even shazam my shit (laughs) (laughs) that's badass bro we love to see that man we love to see uh you know the people out doing it showing love and catering to the new talent trying to do something right uh we always love to see that man that's one things i do admire about you you're always trying to level people up put them on game give them game and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to put you here on the podcast today we definitely think you are on the rise okay uh we definitely want to take it back if that's cool with you man we want to start from the beginning uh kind of where your journey started with music you know uh was music always around in your life from a young age yeah dude so my uh my dad i didn't really get to see him too much growing up he always uh he worked at this place called power wave or something like that and they were building like the all the 4g towers and all that and um when I would have the time to spend with him, he'd pick me up. We'd go by the Little Caesars down the block. He would always bump, like, Sean Paul, like, Fire. all these, yeah, all these, Beanie Man, all these dudes, okay. you know? And then oh, I was yeah. like, damn. So one day, I, you know, I got curious. I went into his study. He had a record player. He had CDs. He had all these, like, fucking records everywhere, bro. And one by one, I just started making a mess, you know? And uh, he's always had, like, house records, you know? like Oh, um, sick. Who was it? Uh, like he had some Moby. He had some. Fire. Uh, what's his fucking name, dude? I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Detroit. Oh, sick. Like, yeah, he had like old heads, you oh, know. So he knew yeah, the OGs. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, he knew the OGs. Dude, some Todd Terry. Like, so I was listening to all this stuff, and Fire. it was just me going through high school listening to it, you know. And people back then were like, "Oh, that stuff is not not cool," you know. So yeah. I didn't give a shit. I put it in my CD player, put it in, walk, you know, get dropped off, walk into the school, listen to it. One year for Christmas, my brother got a mixer for Christmas, and it was like a one from Coles, bro. It wasn't even a, a new mark or some shit. It was like yeah, some yeah. like DJ Ready, you know, controller <laughs> and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I ended up like seeing him have it. It was just collecting dust. So I said, you know what, bro? 
let me let me take it and see what I can do. I found out later that year when I was messing around that my dad was actually a DJ in his you know younger um, younger time, and uh, I just wanted to see where I can go with it. You know, just kind of mm. like show him, oh, you know, maybe I could try it out. And that's dope. You know, not take it so serious. And mm. um, and producing started at the, around the same time. I oh, got really? my first laptop and. DJ Twitch at the time, formerly known, well, was known as DJ Twitch. We were throwing shows in my backyard, and um, I got to play some shit, you know, like a few hip-hop, a few house. One thing led to another, and after a while, I got called to play in Vegas for uh, a big DJ, but my mom was like, super old-school Mexican, bro. Now you're going to go to school. You're going to be a lawyer. You're not even that age. You can't drink alcohol. Mm. So that that went out the door. Um and I just kept pushing, bro. I told my dad finally, like, you know what? I think I want to take this serious. This was sophomore year in high school. Um, he said, well, start cutting grass. So sophomore year, you start cutting grass, I'm assuming? Yeah, dude, I cut grass. And, um, and that became a little hobby on the side. I was like, you know what? I actually kind of like this shit, bro. I got to okay. be away from my parents, smoke weed on the job. <laughs> like, these fuck dudes yeah. think I'm 18, you know? So I'm yeah. not even 18, but yeah. fuck it. Cutting grass and yeah. smoking grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Easy. <laughs> Easy, exactly, bro. It's just like, fuck it. That's what it was for me, bro. So I ended up looking up on Craigslist. You know, good old Craigslist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Place to go back then. Dude, hell yeah. I got <sighs> two turntables, bro, with, like, probably 200 records, bro, all disco. And it was only for 500 bucks. I actually dropped out because I came to L.A. to try to make stuff happen. Yeah, I was yeah, living yeah. in my car for a while. Um, Damn. And how, yeah. what was that like? <sighs> hell, bro. It was like hell. I, I low-key, like, sometimes when I watch movies... Like, the pursuit of happiness. Oh, bro, that dude, shit I, gets me every yeah, fucking dude. time. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, who Triggered. the hell put this shit on? Yeah, yeah trigger. Like, somebody did this on purpose, bro. This is a malicious act. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Will Smith knew what he was doing, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, that, that, that one gets me. But, yeah. Dude, yeah. It, it, it was crazy, though. Like, that whole experience in L.A. is what made me realize talking to uh, somebody, they told me, you're not in the right place. Hip-hop says it for itself. Hip-hop. You want house music? You go where house music is. Just because you're in an industry with music and you meet people, it doesn't mean that that's going to be the key to get you where you want to be. If you want to go where you want to go, go where the, where it's at. You don't go to try to get the the easy way in, you know? Yeah. Are you just experimenting with shit like sounds and whatnot? Are you just sticking to hip-hop at the moment? Were you going to your first rave at that point? Like, what was going on? Dude, I never actually... Got into my first rave until um, getting into my relationship I'm in now. She took me to my first festival ever. Wow. Yeah, and then she also took me to the best club I experienced in Los Angeles. And hands down, bro, I can't wait to play that day. Um, so give us the first festival and give us the club. So first festival was Escape at... Always a good one. Yeah, dude. Always a fucking good one. It was sweet, uh, bro. That's the top, like... One of the top ones. First yeah. rave. Right? Yeah. This is Escape. That was mine. Hands down, bro. I thought it was sick. And um, second club I went to, well, first club ever I went to that played house, um, Sound. So we went. Uh, Taki New Light was playing that day, and I got so confused because she was like, oh, that's Jax the Fish. And I was like, dude, this guy looks younger. That's not <laughs> Jax the Fish. You know? And she was yeah. like, are you sure? And basically, bro, we went back every time. I think my favorite moment that I will never forget, bro, was low step at sound. Oh my god, bro. Like 
insane moment. Seeing this guy, like, DJ, bro, was... It felt so euphoric, bro. You I know? fucking bet, bro. Like, he doesn't come out here often. Yeah, he doesn't. No. And I was tripping, bro. Like, when he was done, I went to go grab his drinks. And I saw him right there, and I was just like... Man, this guy's like getting a little too close for comfort, man. <laughs> I, over, I was like, excuse me, man. He looked over. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, love stepper. Yeah. He was like, what's up, man? And I was like, what's up, man? And I was like, can I get you a drink? I don't know. I'm okay. I'm okay. Thank you. Water, though. And I was like, so you're okay or you want a water? And he was like, I'll get a water. Got him a water. Went back with my girl. And I was like, dude, you know who I just ran into? She's like, who? Like, I just seen Low Step and I got him a water. She's like, why didn't you get him a drink? I got him a drink. He wanted a water. And she was just like, what? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. After those events um, and DJing and producing, I started to build more confidence in my sound. And one of my friends actually told me, why not send your stuff to Insomniac? The worst you're going to get is a no from like a bunch of people already submitting, right? Um, I sent in a record. I was like, fuck it, whatever. You know, sent something in. Uh, I got hit up by Mixmag Wave. They wanted me to play a kickback show with Mixmag and then do a few shows with That's them. Sick. And I got the kickback and I did that. And after I was done, some dude hit me up on the Instagram and was like, yo, you need to reply to your email, man. We're trying to get a hold of you. I was like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so I go to my email and I opened it up. It was like maybe like a whole week that I didn't respond to them, bro. And they just said, yo, congratulations, nocturnal headliner, blah, blah, blah. Oh, that's fucking sick. Dude, I was like. What year is this at this point? Oh, man. 2018, 2017. Right before pandemic. Like, I'm talking about. So, like, 2019, maybe? Yeah, 2019, maybe, yeah. yeah. Dude, and then, the like, as soon as I got to playing Nocturnal, it was such a sweet moment, bro. I, I got to have my dad with me and, you know, a few friends. Um, I got to meet a lot of people, bro. Eli Brown. Oh, that's Jason Maynard, sick. Solardo, Camel Fat. Um, Damn, bro, you met some some bangers, bro. Dude, that's sick. They they were like tall, bro. I had no idea these guys were like massive, and yeah. I was just like, man, I'm gonna meet these guys. I'm probably taller than them. And then I go up, I'm like, jeez, Louise, bro, like Europeans, bro. Yeah, I was gonna say them <laughs> yeah. them fools across the pond, bro. <laughs> Fucking tall <laughs> giants, tall, bro, dude. Ladders, <laughs> yeah, bro, giants. And so talk us through that, man. What was that experience like? Just even playing at Nocturnal, that's a big one, bro. Just in. Dude, that was fucking sick, bro. Like, um, I remember when we got there, we took a shuttle. I took a shuttle with my homegirl, Raiden, and Anakin. And um, we went to the artist, like, entry, which was in the back or something. Sick. It was by the camp, I think. And we walked in. Sick as fuck, bro. Like, you could take anything you want backstage, you know? Like... I think we saw one of ASAP Rocky's designers, bro, walking in with Fire. hella joints in his hand. He just put it on the tray and then, yeah, walk through, bro. You know, I was like, geez, Louise, all right. You know, this is the place to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't ever want to go back over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it was cool. Um, we got there, and they just started telling us what to do, what not to do. And uh, we saw the trailers for everybody. That was such a surreal moment for me, bro, because we got there pretty early before everybody, you know. And um, I saw... Uh, Camel Fats trailer I saw Solardo saw Eli Brown and I was like damn dude like I had no idea to really like process any of this to realize like I'm on a lineup with all these dudes like these are all the people I love listening to yeah. and I might be able to meet them you know what a moment yeah what a moment you yeah. know like it felt so surreal bro and um, it almost felt like like a dream bro like, yeah. like what the hell is going on you know and then later on the night 
it's just crazy, bro. Like backstage is just different. It's its own little community. Like you see all the trailers, uh, dude. I saw Wookie playing. Sick. Oh no, 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 not Wookie. What's what's Subtronics playing with his fucking? Oh, his little. Uh, it's, it's not a yo-yo, but yeah, he was playing with those, bro. And I was like, dude, what the hell? Like everybody just doing their own shit. This dude looked high as fuck, dude. <laughs> dude, like yeah. So it was it was it was cool, bro. Like to see everybody doing their own thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, that was. A moment for sure. Uh, moments before getting on stage was a little bit overwhelming because uh, I actually opened up the festival and they had a medic, a medic bay on the side and it gave me a little bit of anxiety because they were like, we're having problems with the flow. And I heard them talking, like trying to be all quiet. We're having problems with the flow right now. Like there's no shade. So bring some water, you know, just in case in the back. And I was just like, oh, okay, you know. Um but I realized as soon as I got on, bro, there was no fucking shade, and it was the hottest day that I played. Damn. And as soon as I got off, bro, there was, like, so much heat. They said that was, like, radiating off me. They had Fuck. to get a cold towel, some water. It wasn't even cold water because it had to digest in my system, they said. So they gave me some water. They gave me a cold towel for my head, and they just let me cool, you know, be cool after that. A small interview afterwards, and then, um, yeah, it was... It was a little bit overwhelming, bro, because they ask you for a few things, you know, and if you don't have an agent or a manager at the time, like, as an artist, it's overwhelming, bro, to have all these documents pressed over to you when you feel like, I should be worrying about my set. I should be worrying about how I'm going to rock the crowd. But that business moment, that I had to put on a business hat, bro, and realize, like, I got to get shit done. Like, I have to fill this out. I have to do it. No one's going to do it for me. And if I want to play, this is what I have to do. So I put my business hat on, got shit done, sent it back in, and things worked out, you know? It was cool. Fuck yeah, man. And set went good? Yeah, set was sick, bro. Fuck I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, had, um, I had a few people complimenting. Actually, Pasquale, bro, I didn't even know that he was even there that I, early. He just said, oh, you played the art car early. I heard somebody playing early, and I was like, yeah, that was me. So yeah, I heard uh, some songs you were playing. They were they were pretty groovy. I was like, all right, thanks, man. Fuck yeah, man! Yeah. It's always a compliment Sorry. to get a. It's always dope to get a compliment from the go. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. He's super cool, by the way. Hell like, yeah, Pasquale. I I didn't even know I was next to him, bro. And um, I was asking for a cigarette. I was asking around, <laughs> you know, and I forgot who we were watching. And I asked my homie Radcat and Charlie, "You guys got a cigarette? Because they look like they smoke cigarettes." Yeah. They're yeah. like, "No, we don't have one." So I asked this girl. And I accidentally bumped into somebody. I was like, oh, my bad. You got a lighter? And um, I turned around, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's Pasquale. And we just started chopping it up, bro. And, you know, we, we talked a bit, and then we got a picture. And it was super cool, bro. So. He's a genuine cat, bro. I've run into him twice. And the last time I ran into him, I was like, bro, next time you see me, I'm going to be playing for you. He's like, we'll see, man. We'll see. Mm -hmm. So I've been hungry for it, man. I've been trying to work my ass off to make that shit come true. Cause oh, bro, you're going to be there, bro. Yeah. I, I see it and I feel it, bro. I look Appreciate at you that. and I can see that, bro. I know during this time at Nocturnal, you were going under a different name. Yeah. Were you not? Yeah, so during the time I was going under Robin Season. Um, what was that project about? So I think it was just more of like trying to get into that house the house, you know, community and all that. So um, I went by DJTs and uh, Robin, just Robin like that after a while. Mm -hmm. And then Season was something I added because I've always liked Frank Sinatra, Dean uh -oh. Martin, you know, yeah. class, classy names, you know. Mm -hmm. So I thought, what would roll off the tongue with Robin? And then I thought of a story my grandma told me. You know, a Robin flies with different birds. It could fly with different birds. It could be compatible with different birds. But when it finds its flock, 
it flies with them for for life. You know, that's fire. So that's I fire. went. You know, maybe I have my seasons with people. Maybe I have my seasons with life. There's different times and chapters that we go through. So I went with Robin season, and it was cool. You know, uh, my dad supported it. We went with everything, a logo and everything. But um, I don't know how to change my name, bro. Um, during the pandemic, I lost my dad, and um, sorry to hear that. Man. It happens, you know. He's in a better place. He's definitely with me at every show now, you know. That part, yeah. Yes, and um, I just told myself, you know, bro, I gotta have change. I gotta feel like he's always with me. So we had the same name. I ended up going with just Eddie P. You Fire. know, something simple, something short, and oh, yeah. um, carrying on the legacy. You know, I hope that every time I DJ, uh, people who knew him could understand that. Oh, you know what? This is a prodigy of who he was before. You know, that's fucking dope, bro. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah the legacy. Yeah, the legacy. Yep. Fuck. Oh yeah, Period. man. And would you say at that point when you changed to Eddie P, did you did your sound also pivot? Um, or would you say it just it stayed the same, but you just grew as an artist? I think it stayed the same. I just grew. Um, because I definitely go back to a lot of the stuff I made before during that time. Gotcha. And I'll listen to it, and I'm like, you know what, man, this is cool, but I feel like now I could go and touch up more to it and add to it because I feel like when you go through phases as a producer as an artist. You have an idea and you have inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that making the overall track and finding your sound comes with, like, understanding what you like. Like, I don't ever go in the studio. I don't ever reference. I don't ever... I get in the studio and I just go based off of, like, movement, rhythm. You know, you listen to cumbias, you listen to corridos or anything, salsa, merengue, you move. You know, your hips, everything. I'm in the studio, I'm grooving. Like, throw a four-bar loop, let's get something going, let's get some percussions, let's get some tops. Let's get what we need to get in there, right? Mm -hmm. Start throwing the bass. Slowly, everything starts to get in there. And um, I just want a more organic sound, something that, like, when you look at Eli Brown, you know his sound. You look at these artists, you know their sound. So for me, it was very, very crucial to find my sound and not be so particular and sound like somebody else, you know? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind having that reference, like, oh, you know, you kind of sound like this guy, but I want people to be like, dude, I want to sound like this dude. I want to sound like this label. Even the label was hard, bro. Like, we took, I think, a few years. I took a few years to really think about what I wanted to do to put that together because I think the thing with, like, all of that with sound, the one thing that I could tell people is, like, just find you. Be you. Find what you like because you might not think you might not like it or, or other people might not. But what I've understood is, like, dude, I played my shit in front of people and they're, like, fucking with it bro they're dancing they're having a great time you know and they'll even tell me like dude what was that track you played and it was my track and i i, I didn't even know that that's what they were asking for you know i'll throw in like oh which one the that more groovier one no 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 it, was, it had this as soon as they like bring out a sound that's so de uh descriptive mm -hmm. i already know that it was my track so i think the best advice i could give people bro is just go with your sound Go with what you like. Be genuine to who you are because that's going to separate you from the rest of the flock of everybody else out there, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, now when I go to listen to records and try to find records, it's so hard to find records that I want to download and play from other DJs because they sound like the other track. And I'm not going to play a track that has the same percussion beat, the same rhythm right after the next. I want... Movement. To, movement, exactly. Yeah, I get I get exactly what you mean, dude. Right now, what we're seeing is a lot of copycats in 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 the music world so we'll see you know someone trying to be so much like a their their favorite artist that yep. at that point you're like bro 
I, I'm gonna just go see the artist then. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm thinking that's them. So I understand 100 what you're talking about, brother. And if anything, this is a perfect segue to talk about the record label. Mm-hmm. When did that come about? When was that an idea in your head to even like say, "Hey, fuck it, I'm gonna run the fucking label." So the record label came about. It officially launched this year. Fire. We launched with a compilation with I think a few like what I think it was like seven eight records with ten artists or so on it. Um. Heavy hitters, by the way. Shout out to Nesto. Shout out to Steven Sanchez. Shout out to uh, Look Up, Alexis. Um, all the DJs on that on that uh, compilation. Litvik, Weddle. Um, they threw down, and I think that they really helped me find the sound for the label because when I started Soundwave, I just started like a collective of DJs, and we just my thing was let's push this so that we could get you guys out there and get things going you know get you guys bookings i wasn't even worried about me i was just more worried about the brand and them um the label came afterwards towards a little bit after pandemic i think i took a year off from djing um to take some time to mourn and get myself together you know because i think it's very important dude to like take that time away and get yourself and recoup and i started asking myself the hard questions like well, what's your sound? What's the sound of the label? I started listening to all these record labels that I like, and I started listening to all these other record labels that I had no idea of, and I started experiencing. Um, and it made me realize, why don't I just get on the CDJs and just throw a set down and see what I play? I threw a set down, and I realized this is the sound. And when these DJs sent those records, I became a fan of them. It wasn't because, oh, I need to sign something and get a record label out to be somebody. No, I signed it because, dude, I will play those records in my set anytime, wherever I'm at, if the occasion fits, you know? Um, we just signed uh, Crucify. Shout out to Crucify. Shout He's, out Crucify. Shout, shout out man. Crucify. Oh, yeah, we just had him last month. Yeah, uh, that was our last, last episode. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. He's cool. Dude, he's super cool. Like, And, I, you know, I respect what he did, bro, because... He came to me and messaged me and said, hey, dude, like, I have an idea for this EP. What do you think? I loved it, bro. I love the fact that somebody came to me prepared and said, I got it all together. What can you do? Mm-hmm. We took the record. I appreciate it because I saw the vision. And I needed a festival record. His track fits in the club setting or a festival, you know. And yeah. next festival I play... Hands down, I'm for sure playing that hypnotic yeah. EP, you know? Like, so, um, I, my thing was, bro, I'm not going to sign just because we're friends. I'm going to sign a record because it's a good record. I can see myself playing it. And if I just sign to sign, I mean, am I really a record label or am I just an iPod, you know? Mm-hmm. That part. And right now, like, let's say if I were somebody trying to, you know, submit a record, what is it that you would need? Where do I send it? What is it you're looking for? Things like that for the listeners. So um, the one thing we look for for the label is for sure like heavy percussion, a groove, you know, um, something that gets you moving, something original. Like I don't want to hear something that sounds like Chris Lake, Fisher, Clooney. You know, they you got Hellbent. You got... Um, catch and Release. Catch and Release. Uh, Black Book, yeah. Black Book. You know, so why send it to me? when you have that sound already in that record. I think I look for more originality, like distinct sounds, things that'll make like um, an impression for me. You know, it's like a like a first impression type of thing. I'll listen to records 
And if I'm vibing and I'm like, damn, this is sick, dude. You got like, a stank face. Yeah, you know? stank face, bro. That's that's what it is. And I'm not kidding, bro. Like, if you've ever seen me look for music, you'll think I'm crazy, bro. Like, one of those dudes in L.A. just, you know, crackhead, bro. I'll, I'll be right there just vibing out with the track. Like, <laughs> I feel that heavy, know? bro. And it's God, funny. Yeah. It's funny, bro. That's actually how I came across one of your songs. Uh, even before I met you. Like, oh, man. really, like, straight up, bro. I actually, and I, that's what I was looking at on my phone to find it. It was Feel My Body, right? Oh, yeah. So, weirdly enough, I the way I am, I drive a lot for my day job. And I go through this, like, little app that helps me kind of fish through music that I want to use through sets. Yeah. And weirdly enough, bro, boom, it comes on. I'm like, bro, this is a fucking banger. Saved it. Later on, later do I find out. You're the fucking guy. Oh, my God, dude. dude. Crazy fucking... I, I, he was the culprit. <laughs> dude, I kid you not. Straight up. And crucified, I told me he was your homie. I was like, bro, no fucking way. Like, Damn, dude. I just saved his Small shit. Small world. Yeah. Fuck. I swear, bro. But I've been a fan before I knew you, bro. So that's what I'm trying to say. Yo, I, I appreciate that, dude, uh, a lot. Like, I, I, dude, I'm telling you, like, being a producer, being a DJ, being an artist in this... um era right now that we're in mm -hmm. it's hard for a lot of people because i think the problem is is that i mean i say social media is a problem and the reason why i say it is because people are too invested in the wrong thing when it comes to social media like it's not about how many followers it's not about how you look or whatever for me when we used to book back in the day it was more about dude can you send in a mix without any fuck-ups like transitions have to be a one you know like yep. Everybody on the floor has to be dancing, yep. you know? And I get it. We're human. We mess up, right? But as long as it was up to par, we book. Now people book because... They see a high number. A high number, yeah. bro. And they don't even have the skill. You gotta like, have 10K to play, baby. Yeah, you gotta... <laughs> 10K to play. Sorry, brother. Dude, straight Next. up. That's how it is, bro. Like, And it's wild, but I always tell people, like, email me. Don't message me on Instagram because... It's hard for me to... I keep my notifications off, bro, straight up. Like, and to the viewers listening, dude, I don't I don't go to my... Yeah, Benji knows, bro. I don't keep my notifications on because I got more time to be doing with my life, bro, than to be going and watching people's lives. That part. Like, I got music to make. I got a record label to, you know, to work. I got my, uh, my own life, bro, my mm -hmm. own family and all that. So there's a lot of shit that goes on. You know, I have a few businesses that I run to. So it's like I have to attend to those and then not worry about like, damn, this guy's got a record out. Like we we're supposed to work. No, it's not even about that, bro. Like cheer this guy on. He got a record out. Hell yeah. Congrats, bro. Shoot him some love, you know, show him Absolutely. some support. After that, go on with your life. Like I only go on social media to check my messages. Who's messaged me? What's the update? What's going on? I'll go watch stories when I'm like, trying to go to sleep bro and that shit don't help because the screen is so fucking bright <laughs> yeah you're yeah. like this ain't gonna work bro but mm -hmm. social media bro i think um people could use it to their advantage as a tool instead of like popularity you know if you really know how to use social media use your your media to market yourself brand yourself yep. don't use it to be cool bro like we're not in middle school and high school anymore no you know it's yeah. not a popularity contest I, I, for me, bro, I'd rather choose a dude with 500 followers, 100 followers, and he's got a banger playlist than the dude who's got, like, 40, top 40. 40K. Yeah, top 40 house music, yeah. you know, like, downloading the charts and everything that's hot on B-Port. Like, nah, bro. Like, I, I, I get that 100%, bro, because I was part of that era where, you know, you had to be 
your your transitions had to be to par. You your you know your fuck ups had to be minimum to maybe two, if that, and if nothing major, you know. Yeah. Because if not, you'd have to run that whole mix back. I get it, bro. Because I and I, it's crazy. Because <laughs> with Denali, I I showed him the way, right? And same with a couple other of my close friends. Their mixing abilities, I believe, are so different than a lot of people's because they understand the music. They know, oh fuck, we can't be fucking up like that. Like other people are okay with fucking up with, yeah. you know. Yep. So they could uh, yeah. definitely tell the difference, and that's what I've always installed. Like, yo, bro, like, you're mixing, number one, it has to be number one, okay? Yeah, bro. It, 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 that's what's going to be showing out and about. Like, yeah, okay, your number is high on Instagram. I get you got people wanting to fuck with you, but at the end of the day, if they come and see you and they don't even fucking dance, they're going to leave. You're going to look horrible. Dude, you know that's, what I'm saying? that's exactly what it is, though. You know, like, I've always told this to people because I did hip-hop before I did um house i actually did smaller gigs too before i was even able to get in clubs i did like quinces and all that open format open format yeah yep. and the thing that i learned was um and i take this bro very i take this with a heavy heart because it's something that i taught myself like a dj's job bro is to go in there and give the listeners an experience that they never thought that they would have like damn i never heard a record like that or yep. i never thought i would dance to something like this yeah Dude, I've played a house set at a hip-hop show one time. And I never thought, bro, like, I would see people moving. But they were moving, bro. More, like, Fire. way more than they would to hip-hop, bro. And I, I think I even got kudos. But the dude who I was working with at the time was like, you got to turn that shit off. This is your last time DJing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, bro. Like, they liked it. It is what it is. Because you're hearing something different, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could be listening to hip-hop for... For hours, and once you get a little, like, a little, you know, sasson of something different, right? Boom! You immediately want to wiggle, right? You immediately want to fucking move because it's different from the same shit you've been listening to for hours. Can't it fight be, the funk. Exactly, bro. And you know what? Your body has a beat, right? You, yeah. You're, you're going to want to flow with it, brother. That's how it is, I think, with dance music. Uh, we get tired of it, too, right? Listening to house, like, 12 hours a day, you're going to want to switch it up to maybe some techno, maybe to some, you know, DMB, whatever you're into, though. Hell, yeah. But you always want to be switching it up to something different because you get tired of the same shit over. I mean, you're renaming the top three best things to, like, switch and shuffle to, Boom. bro. Yep, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hell, yeah, man. So when, I guess, now answering that, like, going back to the, uh, you know, what, what do artists, what do people got to do to get seen by you, like, as well, like, your, their tracks so you said one very groovy very uh per percussive from there where do they send it to um so we have an email info at soundwaverecords.net um they can we'll leave send, it down below by the way yeah so they can send everything there uh we get uh we have a whole team set up bro that gets to them quick we have the nr um so basically bro i think the biggest thing for me to catch my eye and I think some of the A&R will send the stuff. Well, they actually always send the stuff. But um, right now, one of my favorite artists, bro, and he's younger than me. His name is Chris Poplar. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Uh, I have not, but I know you will probably put me on today. Bro, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you some records of his. Fire. He has been sending me stuff, I think, maybe, like, during the pandemic, after. Okay. But... Um, a long thing with it, bro. We were we wanted to be like a duo and this, this and that, but um timing, you know, everything has to be divine timing and all yeah. that. I believe that. Right now I just got too much shit going on, bro, where that I have to handle, you know, with the team yep. and the label and all that. But this kid, bro, like 
I think every record that he has sent me, bro, I have just been like, what the fuck? Like, heater after heater? Heater after heater, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, how, dude? Like, you know, and, and he still sends me shit. He's like, dude, what do you think about this? I'm like, obviously it's fire, bro. Like, come <laughs> on, you know? Like, I think you're just dicking with me now, yeah. you know? <laughs> he but, just wants the kudos from you. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, but, dude, he's like, man, so we're, we're actually, we're going to be signing a record of his to the label. It's going to be releasing next year. Um, this kid, bro, like, I mean, he's got groove. He's got bass. He's got percussion. And I think that's just very important for us, bro. We look for, like, that sound that's so distinct. That's just, like, that's him. If you ever, like, he sent me so many records to the point where I'm like, okay, this is a Chris Pablo track. Oh, like, shit. Uh, fire. So yeah. He has a sound. He has a sound. He, he's, he has it set in stone, like, where you could distinguish that's him exactly and i think that's realistically bro like to unwrap the candy and get to the center that's what it is for me like fire find that sound if they have that sound they send me more than like if they send me four records and they all just sound like something different i'm not gonna sign it but if they send me four records and i can hear like their sound in those records that's a dude that's that's an artist right yeah there, you got you know? an artist yeah you got an you artist know? you need to like put that in the light bro because people like that you don't find them a lot you find a lot of people like you said copycats you know and i mean it's so much easier to play it safe and book somebody who sounds like somebody else mm -hmm. than to give somebody else the bigger shot and give them a, a chance you know and i think that's the problem with the industry right now is like no one's giving nobody chances yeah they're it's playing all, it safe you're playing it safe yeah you know? i i actually agree with that a lot man i think i see a lot of playing it safe with a lot of you know people that they know or they know sound like this and leave it like that. Yeah. Um, which is fine. You know, at some point they're going to pivot and go towards a more dynamic, different type of, you know, sound. So it's okay. With time, like you said, all with time, brother. All with time, yep. Originality, uh, authenticity, those will always stand out. Always. Oh, 100%. Always tell the, the test of time. Dude. Easy. And I stand by that 100% because, like, for instance, right, and I think that this is going to make people listening to this understand a lot more. When you listen to a Michael Jackson record, that's him. That's him. Yeah. You know, you go listen to a, like, uh, a Chris Lake record, you could tell that that's him. Yeah, you know a Picasso from a Da Vinci, man. Exactly, bro. You know, you can bro. tell the difference. Dude, you hit the nail on the head right there, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. that it. was perfect. That was literally, that's, that's <laughs> what it is, bro. Nah, I agree 100%, bro. And until so more people realize that and are willing to take the risk of, fuck it, I'm going to just, I like this, this sound, I like this sound. Although it's different from the what everybody else is doing, I'm gonna say fuck it and go pull like pull the trigger and go through with it. Yeah, dude, it it's scary, but you're never gonna know where you're at, bro, if yep. you don't take that that jump. Like you Risks. can only really do that if you know what you like too. So it's important to know what you like. Like some you could just sit there and listen to music, but for me, I analyze why do I like this music? What makes yep. me fuck with this song? And then take those pieces and then throw it back into my own shit. Exactly, dude. Like. I, I don't know, bro. I think that that's very important, bro, because I've had DJs, bro, where I've DJed after or before, and they're just straight up, bro, like, like they're, they're fucking going ham, bro. And I'm not saying ham in the way where, like, obviously they're throwing bangers, but, I mean, anybody mm -hmm. can play Green Velvet. Anybody yeah. can play, you know, like, these bangers, right? But I've already heard this shit. I've already played this stuff. Show me something that's going to make me open my mind and be, you know cool with you to understand okay this is something that i could get invested in i mm -hmm. can check this artist out listen to his records listen to his mixes um 
I can't think of the name. Noche Ibiza, they had a rec, uh, a artist play, and I heard him play, but he wasn't playing like mainstream shit, bro. He was playing like uh, like almost to the point where it was like DC Ten Ibiza type of style. Oh, fire! Yeah, he was playing fire, bro. Low key bangers, bangers, bro. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I was just like, I I asked uh, I asked Eddie, I was like, dude, who who is this guy? I forgot what he told me his name was, but he was like, dude, like he's sick. Do you want me to get uh get him on a lineup with you? Please, bro. Like, please. Yeah. Like, this is this guy is throwing down, you know? Like, but that's what I look for. Like, for me, it's not about my social status or anything. Because at the end of the day, bro, I'm still going to be a fan of somebody else. Like, even if they're not this big DJ, I become a fan of these artists out there that I go find because I genuinely love the music. Like, Look Up, he released on our label, but... I didn't even know him at all, bro. I didn't know this dude at all. Like, we've never met. We've never had a conversation. And I'm, like, right after him, ranks and look up our DJ. And they're playing at, what is it, Groove Garden. Um, And this dude yells, bro, at the top of his lungs, Hey, this is my record. Check it out. And he pointed at me, and I'm like, all right. Yeah, <laughs> oi. So I'm like, all right, yeah. And, like, dude, fucking banger. Right after that. I got done with my set, went to him. I was looking for him, dude. The whole night I was, lo- I was trying to look for him. I was like, dude, I was fucking looking for you. I didn't want to leave if I didn't get your socials or anything. And he was yeah, like, yeah. okay. I was like, but I want to let you know I want to sign that record that you put out. And he was like, what? Is, is it signed? No, no, no. I'm just surprised that you want to sign it. And I'm like, well, let's talk. I got his information, bro, and we ended up signing the record. And Fire. Banger, bro. <laughs> that's but, sick. But that's what I mean. It's it's so important, like we talked about. It's important, bro, to even as, like, I think as an owner of a label or what you're doing, it's very important, bro, to still go show face. Because yep. I don't know if I'm going to find an artist that's playing originals and they got bangers. You know, that's just me being selfish to not go find talent anywhere else. So it's still important, bro, and relevant for people to go out there network shake hands introduce themselves get to know people you know Mm -hmm. that's the only way things work bro absolutely you know so i know you're on tour at the moment yeah yeah okay what's what's up with that man give us dates specific where you going i know you're going afar my friend yeah so we got um licking dip tonight starting it off okay we got um oc next weekend (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we got uh, OC Saturday for the toy drive, the sound wave, sound tech, uh, radio lit, and uh, rabbit So you're doing hole. a uh, toy drive? Yeah, we're doing a toy drive. Sick, man. Where can we, uh, is there a link for this that we can go show love at to let the people listening know the deal? What's up with that? Yeah, so there's a link. Um, if you go to sound tech OC, if you go to radio lit on Instagram, there's a link in their bio. If you click that, it'll tell you all the information. You bring a toy, that's your ticket. If not, you could pay for the ticket. All proceeds go to charity, you know, everything. But um, we're really, we're actually really excited about that event, bro, because the last event we threw was, I think, a few, like, two years ago or so. But um, my business partner, Radio Lit, um, Lit Vic, he just had a a baby girl. She's so cute, bro. She looks just like the both of them, you know, him and her. Hmm. But... Uh, she was at a hospital and we're actually donating to the hospital that she was at. So this is hitting home for us. This Hell is yeah. a very, you know, like, so it's, uh, it's a sentimental one for you. Yeah. It's a sentimental one for us. So it's yeah. like, you know, we want to do everything we can for him and, and that charity because yep. 
like we believe that bro like for us it's not about the title it's not about the fame it's about what we do to give back to the community of you course, know 100 percent. so it was about that so from from the oc where we headed so after oc we're going to uh texas we're going to be at uh fire yeah what was it uh mcallen texas mcallen texas upbeat yeah, Upbeat Presents, uh, McAllen, Texas, uh, Eddie P. And then I just got another booking today. Fire. Can you say or not yet? Um, I don't know if I can say, but I'm just going to say it. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> we can cut it out if, yeah. you know, if, if we can't. <laughs> I mean, I, I got the flyer today. <laughs> um, I'm going to be with uh, some good friends, bro, because they're super fucking dope. Uh, Sound Factory. I got booked for a New Year's event. Fire. Yeah, so I'm going to be playing the afters for them. Fire, fire. All of the homies, bro. The homie Sam Burns just dropped a record label, too. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Sam Burns. So all the homies are going to be on that lineup, and it looks sick, bro. So uh, I'm going to be going to basically from here, L.A., O.C., Texas, and then back to L.A. Um, towards the end of the year. I think I'm going to be going to San Francisco the 26th, too, but I got to see what's up with that. But as of right now, those are the shows I got, and then... Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 back out here. <laughs> and then production wise, bro, any any new music coming along? Yeah, um, I got assigned to a big label. I can't say it yet. Okay. Um, but I got assigned to them, and then I got a actually I got three signs to a few bigger labels right now that I cannot say. But I really wish I want like. A part of me wants to, bro, and just it's say, okay, like, bro. I know? understand. You you have the, the listeners at the edge of their seat. Yeah. Right? I'll tell you that, bro. But when they see it, I promise you, they're gonna be so fucking happy oh, yeah. for you, bro. Yeah, dude. I I, I really hope because they're they're fire, bro. Like those records were from years ago, and like I said, wow. going back and like scrapping up what you can and mm-hmm. fixing it up, it made me realize, like, damn, bro, these were actually good records. Sent them in, saw what they said, and they signed them, bro. So fire, you know. And then uh, I got another one signed. Um, with uh, with somebody I was doing a class with, uh, one of my classmates. We got a. Fu- I'm actually gonna drop that today at Lick and Dip, bro. So it's funny you say that. I was gonna bring this up. Uh, we're just so so limited on time, and I would love to have you back some other time, bro, to get more in depth. Oh yeah. Um, I know you did the two room academy, okay? Yeah. So I, I did some research on you, bro. I had to before <laughs> coming in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was that like? And I'm assuming with this partner of yours is part of that academy. Am I right or no? Yeah, so the sign that we got, it's uh with uh Kipper, shout out to Kipper. Shout out. Shout out, dude. Fire track. Like, um I would say, bro, for me, I didn't learn I taught myself everything in production. Gotcha. But when I hit school, I always thought, hey, I don't need school. I could just try to figure it out. YouTube, whatever, right? None of that shit worked. But when I went into school, it just made me realize like it's a whole different world. It's a whole different ball game. Like you, you shouldn't ever, ever shorten yourself, bro, from knowledge. Because as much as we go hit the gym, get our muscles up, the biggest muscle that we all forget, bro, is our brain. Yeah, and that part. learning all that stuff, taking it in, and understanding, bro, that there's so much more. It made me realize, like, damn, dude, like this is what I needed. You know, like yeah. this is for sure. And one of my professors I actually got to meet up with, too, and, and, and party with out there. Sick. You know, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so would tight. you say to, like, the listeners overall, like, doing some type of academy like that is definitely worth checking out? Definitely, bro. Yeah. I, I would say, yeah, dude, do it. You know, like, you never know where you're going to end up. I mean, and at least you can say you tried, you know? No, that part, dude, I'm always, 
If you don't know, if you don't try, you won't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. my mantra. Yep. So always take the risk. I mean, at the end of the day, if you lose, you lose. Like I was, I forgot who I was talking to, bro, but they wanted to know about the business and the game about, you know, what is it like to throw events? And I know like you've done shows in Vegas. Okay. And I've also done shows in Vegas and the, at the same venue. And you know, it costs to throw something, especially oh, if it yeah. doesn't work. Okay? Yeah. So I definitely tell them like, Hey, it's not all, it's all not, it's not all roses and sunshine, you know, like you definitely got to be able to lick the wounds, get back up and get back on the field type of deal. You know? Yeah, dude. It's about how you bring that spirit back up. You yep. can't take a loss for a loss, bro. It's like, it's just it's a learning experience, bro. Exactly. Exactly. Lesson, bro. Yeah, exactly. Dude. You're never going to know if you don't learn. Yep. Right. So speaking of Vegas, man, how was that for you guys? Like, when did you guys head out there? I know you want to sip the beer, bro. Go ahead. My bad. <laughs> you haven't had to break the time. <laughs> I've seen you like four times lift eat. that motherfucker. I'm like, fuck. You got him working bad. out in here. Hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> he said, relax. <laughs> My bad, bro. But we are having a great time with you, brother. Yeah. Thank you again dude, for being same, on here. Man. Tonight's going to be sick, dude. I, I really can't wait, to be honest. I'm, I'm excited to take you guys with me, man. Like, Hell yeah. Dog. We're excited to join, bro. When I told him, I was like, bro, honestly, like he might be like doing some crazy shit, bro. So we just got to keep up with homie. So. <laughs> We're, yeah. we're trying our we'll, best We'll bodyguard behind you So your entourage Like <laughs> Yeah yeah, yeah. I know on, you're pulling like, up deep Yeah bro we're, Dude that list I don't even I hope they accept it Cause the last time They were like dude You gotta cut this shit in half Fuck. I'm like dude I, I cut my shits in half So I could go finish The studio <laughs> work You know <laughs> Like I'm like I can't yeah, cut yeah. this shit But uh-huh. I mean fuck it So like I, I did let a lot of people down The last time But I apologize Cause It was just a big list bro But um It was cool man But uh Yeah Now it's it's a it's a perfect thing you said that. So it's a big list. Yeah. Why? Because you put in the work to get those people to show love. Is that not it? Yeah, dude. I think every one of these people that hit me up has either seen me play or I've met them as just like a friend interaction. And then they found my music and then yep. they're just like, you know what? I gotta pull up, you know? And I appreciate that, bro. Even if like like one of my homies, um good old childhood friend, he's just like, Bro, I don't even like this music, but I like your music. And I'm like, well, uh, yeah. why do you do, like, I always try to get around to him, like, well, why just mine? Have you ever tried looking at other people's music? Yeah. That's one of the biggest compliments you could get, you know? It It is, like, bro. But- I don't even fuck with this music, <laughs> but I fuck with you so much as a person that I fuck with your music. Yeah, dude. It, like, that's it, fire. It trips me out, though, like. I you also know? see the other the other side. It's a double edged compliment, crazy. right? Because yeah. although you want to take all the glory for it, it's like, well, you should also be checking out the other artists. Yeah, because, yeah. dude, I'm just like, I mean. You put me in the shed, bro. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's sharper tools. Like, <laughs> that's I, a good example. I, I'll get the job done, but yeah. you hey, know what I mean? <laughs> they might be sharper, but you may be shinier. Hey, that part. <laughs> you dig? Hey, it's, it's all how you look at it, bro. Either you, way, this is just going to come around back to me, bro. That part. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day you're still getting the love regardless <laughs> oh shit hey man so speaking of that so i know you went to ade yeah hey, this summer right it's fall 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 yeah. what was that like have you been to amsterdam before uh is this your first ade bro first time it was for just, everything yeah for everything okay it was memorable uh i went with my manager benji here big old smell in the th- <laughs> shout out to benji here in the studio with us to today man you want to say what's up what's up what's up <laughs> yeah it was it was cool bro so like we uh what's funny was that show in vegas okay we actually i booked the wrong flights oh, so fuck. we had a we looked at the time and we we're like bro 
I have a whole three hours until I play. I said, we got to get the fuck out of here right now, bro. And he was like, then let's go. So we jumped the line. We run to the car, get in the car, book it to Vegas at like, I think, 100 or 90 miles per hour, bro. Fuck. Just dipping the whole way. Dipping. We partied after the set hard. Had to, like, bro. Yeah. And then had to catch a flight to Amsterdam. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. And we Damn. Had to go, yeah, we had to drive back, back, back to LA, bro. And we had to catch the flight at LAX. We were smashed, bro. We caught the flight. Bro, straight get him to the Greek. Yeah, dude, straight up. <laughs> Busted like, a turnaround real quick. <laughs> that's exactly what it was, bro. And it was just wild, bro. Like, as soon as we hit Amsterdam, I told him, dude, I got to smoke. <laughs> like, I got to smoke. We hit the smoke shop, or the coffee shop out there. And um, our uh, my business partner was out there. He was like, bro, I'll meet you guys over there because there's one right by you. And it's open late. We get there, we got so high, bro. It was just... Is it, as they say in the movies, like, legit like that? It's legit, bro. Like... Fuck. I, I thought the weed out there was going to be not that great. Booty, huh? Yeah, bro, but... It's gas? That was gas. Gas, bro. Really? Dude, uh, like, it was gas, bro. Like, no cap. But, yeah, I think you have to go to the right one, you know? Because there's a yeah. bunch in, like, the I'll whole bet. central area. But that was, a, that was a cool kickoff for, like, the start. Mm-hmm. And as soon as... um. ADE started, bro, like, you meet all these people, you know, I, dude, I saw Anika, uh, no, no, not Anika, uh, what's your name, that, that one techno DJ? Julia Fox. I saw oh, Julia nice. Fox just walking casually, bro, she's right cool, by, yeah. yeah, she's, dude, super cool, and I'm like, what the hell is Julia Fox, and I'm like, what, and I'm like, yeah, she just walked by, dude, like, that's fucking dope, yeah, it, it, dude, like, I, I think I met more people there than I have in LA, oh, you know? shit, and they're so, Open and friendly, bro. Like, everybody there wants to help each other. I was looking for a cigarette right when we were done with one of the artists' uh, meetups. And I'm like, hey, dude, you guys got a cigarette? Yeah. I don't mean to bug you again. You got a lighter? Yeah. His homie comes up to me. Hey, mate, when you're done with that cigarette, you want to see a studio? Oh, I remember that. Remember that? And I was just like, whoa. So I went to him and my business partner. You guys want to go see a fucking studio? And they're just like, sick. what? I'm like, yeah, they just said we could go to a studio. Bro, they were right by it. So I was like, yeah, well, I'm ready, bro. Let's go. We're walking down. And he says a little bit sto- like backstory to this. This was an old war bunker. So like missiles don't penetrate this shit. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. ended up making it a studio. Bro, Roland was there that, that whole week raining out the studio. Fire. And we met uh, everybody, bro. I met uh, one of, uh, who was it? Um can't think of their name. A big artist. I met his best friend. Um, if I f- oh, Shermanology. Oh, Shermanolo- sick. Yeah. Uh, sick, sick, sick. Their best friend was there at the studio. And I was just like, what the heck? That's crazy, bro. So we met a lot of people. Um, so did you go as, and I'm sorry to me, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, did you go as an artist or you went as a label? What was the deal with that? Because I, I know you guys went out there for, you know, networking and things like that. But what was uh, the, the goal for that? Uh, the goal, to be honest, bro, we went in blindsided. Oh shit! But okay. we just said, you know what? The connections, the connections are important. And I told them straight up because for me, bro, it's like, it's about a plan. But anything that has ever worked out for me, bro, was always instinct and energy. So if the energy's off, the instinct is like not so great. I gotta get out of there, bro. Like, I gotta go either go home and call it a night or figure it out. But throughout the whole time we were there, bro, it just felt like 
I felt like you wanted to just not even go home, you know. Just That's sick. So you guys just went yeah. off. You guys just went off of like, fuck it. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can make out of it, type of deal. That's fucking sick. And we made a lot, bro, out of like nothing. Like, we met artists. We met labels. We met people. Like, I think I have um, three people from the Tilroom Academy sending me some records right now, and then I also have somebody from uh, out here in LA sending records, bro. So it was a really good experience. We got the the label known. We've actually been getting a lot more followers on, on the Instagram as well. But um, I think, bro, just like, you know, like I said, trust in the process, trust in yourself, and things come together and fall in place, you know? Eventually they do. For us, luckily, it did. And uh, I would suggest for people to go out there, bro. You know, check it out, see what it is, uh, go with a few friends, and, you know, make the best out of it, even if you're just going to go to a party, like... We met up with Soledad Records. Shout out to Will Collins and shout out to Soledad. Dope. Um, shout out. Yeah, dude. They were. It was fucking sick. You know, like he actually got like the best fucking club experiences, bro. He got to see Paco Asuna, Marco Carolla, and we got like nothing. We had to like find our way to fence in the clubs and say, "Yo, we got an AD pass. We're 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 a label. Okay, come in." And then we were just looking at each other like, why the fuck didn't we use that excuse the whole time? Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, ADE, bro, life-changing experience. It definitely uh, helped us out a lot, especially growing mentally in the industry. It makes you realize, like, don't just settle for home, bro. Like, there's a whole world and whole audience out there ready to see your music, hear your music, and see you. You know, you don't know unless you take that, that chance and i think that's all this industry is is taking chances you know i agree with that 100 percent, man i mean like like we it's been a consistent theme not just with this episode but with every other episode and people every guest that we've had on here you don't know until you try yeah you, know? yeah. you gotta take that risk you gotta be willing to take that risk and like we said if, if it's a fail don't look at it as a fail look at it it's as a lesson. learning experience a yep. lesson yep. It's a lesson not a loss exactly lesson not a loss bro and the thing is bro it's not all losses you know what i'm saying because when you do get the dubs you feel fucking good and those dubs you'll cherish and you'll acknowledge on how to do better and keep trying to get those dubs hell yeah dude you know what i'm saying that's the best feeling ever dude not gonna lie like Hands down, bro. You you realize, like, damn, bro, like, you realize that all that shit that you thought mattered doesn't matter. Like, all the bullshit, all, all of everything, yep. you know? It's Does crazy because it's always something so simple. Like, maybe I should go talk to so-and-so. Like, maybe I should go shake his hand. What, what What's the worst he's going to do? Be like, fuck off. Dude, that's all it takes. <laughs> I had somebody actually tell me that one time. They're like, dude. I thought you were an asshole. Here I am sharing a cigarette with you, and you bought me a drink. I was supposed to buy you a drink. And I'm like, dude, honestly, it's just about talking to people. Like, I, I mean, I might, like, my face, bro, just by itself, it might look like oh, I'm, pat, I'm pissed off or uh, annoyed or whatever. But I always tell people, come to me, bro. I'm an open book. I'll tell you for what it is. I'm 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 just me. Like, I'm not. Yes, sir. Genuine. Genuine. Authentic. Just, just me, bro. What you see is what you get. Yep. You know? The best way to do it. Yeah, bro. You don't need to be nobody else but yourself. But yourself, bro. And that that's always the best thing to do because that's what people would want. Even with making music, same thing. Ain't no better thing to do but be yourself. That's it right there, bro. I think we should just write a handbook about that. That yeah, part, bro. Gum road. It's yeah. like sometimes people forget how simple it could be. And it's like as long as you have a plan or like as long as you have a plan on how want to achieve what you want you're going to succeed bro oh yeah you know what i'm saying as long as you're driven to something 
You yeah. can't fail. Just tunnel vision and go. Mm-hmm. So was this your first time out of the country in general? Um, No, I've been out of the country a few times. Okay. I actually almost got a play in Croatia. But oh, sick. I, yeah, I didn't have my vaccinations at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know why I got them because they don't even, they're not relevant anymore. You <laughs> know? It's, I feel that. And I got my vaccinations, and I still didn't play. Uh, yeah, so uh, I was just like, well, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm for sure turning into a zombie, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. And what about uh, Amsterdam itself? Like, how was it, like, just being there, man? Like, Culturally. The, yeah, culturally, the, the scene itself. Sick, bro. Like, yeah. I will for sure say that the people bring you in with open arms and great hospitality um the one night that we didn't uh go home because we didn't want to sleep we ended up seeing one of the djs and one of the go-go's from after the club and i said hey where's the party at what are you guys doing they're like i don't know where's the party at i was like i looked at my manager and i was just like fuck i gotta think of something quick right i was like Oh, we're having a party. And he looked at me like, wait, what? <laughs> so we got the Uber. We went back to the place and we partied with them. But, bro, they were talking to us about, like, like just beautiful things, bro. Life, their, their life out there, how it is, you know, how they see life and their perception on things. And I thought it was so beautiful, bro. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't give a shit what anybody says. People are on, on crackhead hours or whatever. But you hear the most, like... Real shit. Real shit, I feel bro. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, during those hours. Yeah. yeah. Dude. dude, and <laughs> it, it made us realize, like, damn, bro, out here is just the place to be with everybody, you know? Like, the way they are, bro, they bump into you. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Like, emphasize. Not just, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll just let you go by. Like, dude, they're so polite. They're so nice. They're so genuine. They're real about their politeness. It's not fake. No, you know? it's not fake yeah. at all, bro. Like, I apologize to the dude and... I thought we were going to fight because we were apologizing back to each other. You know? Yeah. Like, Who can say it the most? Yeah. yeah. I was like, at one point, we're going to throw shit, hands. Yeah. <laughs> some straight Canadian shit for sure. So, how long were you guys out there for? Dude, we were, we were there for like a, about like a bit over a week. So, we went nice. for like seven, eight days. We got there early because I wanted to just go walk around and yeah, enjoy man. Amsterdam. You know, oh, like, yeah. I don't want to just go to a festival and conferences. Like, I want to go see the land, get lost, experience it, and have fun, right? Yep. First day, that's exactly what happened. We got fucking lost. Went an hour out of the city where we were supposed to be Oh, at. fuck. Yeah, but <laughs> it was, like, it was cool. Like, he was like, dude, we're supposed to go, and I'm, t- I'm tired already, and I'm like, dude, we're never going to have this moment again. That part. Like, this is something we're going to laugh at. This is something we're going to have fun with. I was like, for me as a person, bro, I enjoy every moment, like, Good, bad. You got to absorb it because it's a life moment that's never going to happen again. Appreciate it. Even if it's bad, bro. Like like we said, lessons, you know, not not mm-hmm. L's. Yep. So I thought it was sick, bro. I, I suggest people go, if they're going to travel, especially for a festival, go for a week. Enjoy yourself the first few days or maybe the first few days after the festival, depending on when you want to go. Yep. And go have fun, bro. But Amsterdam ADE, bro. Super sick. Actually, shout out to Cat Music. Shout out to uh, Naomi. Shout out to um, Lickin' Dip, bro, because I saw I saw them out there, bro, on a Techno Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And it was so sick. I was like, Cat? She was like, dude, come here. Everybody's over here. And, you know. It's dope. Fuck yeah, yeah. It was cool, bro, like, you know, to see that. So oh, yeah. 
Uh, I'm telling your faces across the fucking yep. the ocean. Yeah, that shit's crazy, huh? Dude, oh, it felt good too. It, it felt it's real a warming good. feeling. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. Yeah, you're like, what the heck, bro? Like that's home right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's dope as fuck, man. It was cool, bro. Like, but that, but but again, like I said, I could have been that person that didn't say anything. And just let the night go by. But I wanted to go say hi. You know, I wanted I to go that. say hi or if anything, buy them a drink. Um, so I said hi, you know, and, you know, we ended up uh, linking up for a bit. And then after that, we call it a night. But it's cool, bro. I just think that uh, take all your experiences, bro, for what they are. Enjoy them. Embrace them. And that builds your character. That builds you. You know, your what you're going through in life has a reason for everything, bro. The goods, the bad, the ugly. It yeah. all matters, you know. It yeah, all exactly. matters. It'll it'll take you where it needs, where you need to go, pretty much. Exactly, you know? bro. You got to get through all those things, not just the good, but the bad too. Is there anything you want to promote, brother? Last minute before we head out of here. Um. Shout out to you guys, bro. Thank you. Brother. Shout out to you guys bro. for having me Appreciate here. You, you know, yeah. this wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you guys, bro. Yeah. So thank, thank you. you guys so much. Like. It's been a great time, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, like I would I'm extend it for real. Like, I'm not gonna lie, it's probably the most fun I've had doing one of these so far, dude. Honestly, it's been a while since. Actually, it's been a really long while since I've done one of these. So this is probably like the favorite one I've ever done. Thank you, man. At it's all, a lot. bro. Like, Thank for you. real. We definitely would love to have you back sometime, bro. If you allow it, and you know, get more in depth of. Oh, 100%. What's going bro. on? Don't even talk to my manager. Like, hit me up. I'm, I'm, I'm just fuck. kidding. <laughs> He's like, fuck the manager. Hit me directly. Hell I'm yeah. here, bro. We'll, we'll let Benji in the loop. We'll hit you up. See when we can get you back, bro. We'd love to have you back. I know everybody listening to this is going to want you back to hear what you got to say. I know this is going to hit home to a lot of the listeners because they get to finally hear you outside of the club, you know. Yeah. Get to learn about you a little more. Maybe some things that they haven't. Give them a laugh or not. Who else do you want to shout out, bro, before getting out of here? Oh, man. Dude, if I could shout out the world, I would. <laughs> shout out Denali, bro. Shout out D-Lo. Shout out to the station. If I were you guys, just keep tuning in, man. Check out all the artists that they have on here, bro. Because if you guys don't know about them now, then I feel sorry for you guys later. You guys are going to be out of the loop. But, hey, have a good time. If you guys are listening, enjoy yourself. Trust yourself. Do what you need to do. And just, you know, trust the process. Yes, sir, man. With that being said, this has been another episode of On the Rise with me, D-Lo, and Denali. Denali, you got anything to say, brother? Let's get fucked up. Yeah. Let's get <laughs> fucked up, bro. All of my boys, Eddie P's music will be in the link below. Watch out for him as he goes on the rise, man. Follow him on his tour, okay? Go support him. Go show the boy love. Go follow him. Till then, we'll see you next time. Peace. Later.